Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant tools to help you become the CEO of your business and life. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist, working for a government agency, and being a professor for over 18 years into building a multi-six-figure mental health business and seven-figure digital product business and doing what I love. Now, I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, grateful day. Welcome back to the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK. So in today's episode, I want to pull in a topic that is definitely getting traction through some previous podcast episodes and also just some things that I typically will talk about in my Instagram stories or even in our community for private practice therapists and those who are scaling their business. So let me just actually take you back. Um, a while ago, I was clearly building my business, like my coaching side of my business, and I wanted to provide education, information, and mind-blowing details related to how you can keep your license while also promoting your mental health services through platforms like social media. Now, one thing that I do know is when I first started doing coaching, like over seven, eight years ago, Therapists showing up on social media platforms was not really a thing in terms of like having a business profile, identifying yourself as a therapist, having an open page, meaning it's not private. And so I decided as I was branding myself on social media, because I had just launched a book serving couples, I was also serving teenagers. So I was attracting their parents to my profile and providing psychoeducation through like videos, IGTV when it first came out and lives, I decided to release something to the therapist community. And I think it's time to bring it back. So what I'm going to share with you is rule number two. Okay. And I'll share with you at the end how to get the rest of these rules. But I want to talk to you about things that you can do to avoid losing your license while promoting your services on social media. So rule number two is as follows. Do not chat with potential clients on a post thread or in your DM. 
Now you may be thinking, duh, there are so many social media clauses about this now. And I understand that. However, when we're moving too quickly, when we don't read the comments thoroughly, when we're just so excited that people are communicating and engaging with us back, you want to be very clear while you're reading the message of what is the person's intent. Is it simply to comment back saying, get a girl, you know, or a great post? Or do they take their comment into the DM? And then you notice through some questions that they low-key feel like a client. So with this rule too, I have a reframe for you. Create a HIPAA compliant client funnel. So what does that look like? Things that you want to consider is where do your prospective clients go after they make contact with you? And if we can go a step even before that, how would you prefer for people to contact you for mental health services? So for example, do you have some type of calendar where they can schedule a consultation? Do you have an online form? Do you simply just tell people to fill out a form on your website and then it goes into your inbox? Do you just give people your email address and tell them to follow up with you that way? Or are you cool with them DMing you and then you hopefully take that conversation outside of the DM, right? But I'm gonna you know, say the word uh, violation in terms of ethics Anytime you deem that the conversation is turning into a therapeutic one versus somebody just engaging in your content, you want to immediately have a way to get them out of the DM. Now, one of the things that we've seen with our clinicians and all of our programs over the last few years, because this is a topic that I used to teach heavily in two to three hour workshops, okay, in terms of like social media, Facebook, and how to present yourself ethically while also promoting your business. And, you know, some of them use some type of automation in the DMs, whether it's a third-party system like ManyChat, M-A-N-Y, chat, um, where you can create automations, where you can pretty much create AI bot to have a conversation with someone based off keywords, and then it will take them to the destination they need to go to. Maybe you turn on a simple automation in Instagram where somebody does comment specific words in your DM that again, it reroutes them, but you have to check out the settings to be able to do that. But bottom line is you don't want to continue to engage. And if you catch it on the first try of the person just not knowing, because the general public does not know that we cannot communicate with them in the DM on social media. Because if you look at any other service, even like plastic surgeons, I'm sure that somebody in their office is monitoring the DM to then take those people offline, tell them to click the link in the bio, whatever it may be. But all I'm saying is that you should not be having conversations with prospective clients in your DM. So I would love to hear from you in my DM as a therapist. What system do you have set up to take prospective clients offline so that you're no longer engaging with them in a potential conversation that can get a little risky. All right. Now, if you want seven things that you can do as a mental health provider to avoid violating HIPAA, to avoid getting a $50,000 fine, to avoid losing your license, if you want these seven things to avoid on social media as a mental health provider, then head down to the show notes, click on my link, drtk.com forward slash links. You can sign up by putting simply your name and email address, and then you'll automatically get the download of the brief workbook. And what you will have are all of the rules and all of the reframes. And just think about the reframes as my coaching tip to you through the workbook. So I really hope that you've appreciated this episode where we talk about 
all things business and lifestyle abundance. But I know today we just got straight to the point in terms of how you can show up, of course, as a professional, but also with boundaries in that DM. I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. Now I know that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, please head over to our resource page at drtk.com forward slash links for additional abundant resources. Until the next episode, live intentionally abundant.